sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's sort of uh, jumbled episode, we are going to go through the 19th Legion for Horus Heresy, the Raven Guard. Just as we've done before, we're going to discuss every bit about them, but the rights of war, as well as the Primarchs, will be a separate piece. Um, our hope was to have all of this done this week. I'm not entirely sure if that's going to happen. The reason being for that is, um, one, we usually also record on Wednesday. There's a little bit of potential issues for Steve with recording tonight, so we're going to find out. Um, the other thing is this is getting released a little bit late because we just had a real struggle for, honestly, the first time truly to this level with recording. Um, we weren't getting any sort of drift. That was fine. But we were getting essentially that it was telling us the, the conversation was dropped. People were getting dropped. Um, I have ideas of what happened. It seemed like maybe it was, I'm hoping it was just internet issues, maybe a one-off thing. Because the first time using the program worked perfectly. Um, this time we, we were using Zencaster. This time it was kind of a nightmare. So we had to go to the backup. So there will be some spots where this might have a little bit of a an odd cut to it. I'll make sure that um, we get to the end of a phrase or, or, or whatever we're talking about. But there might be a little bit of that intermix in here. Honestly, it's just because it ended up being about five different things I had to splice together to get this. Um, and I think I'm just throwing out all of the... The extra we did is using only the backup, which should make it a good bit smoother. Also, we did pause once or twice when we wanted to go and look up something and not have that be a large portion of the show. All right, and now, on to the show. All right, and we are back in what will hopefully be our, our last week, or at least our last full week, if not entirely done this week, for going through the Legions for Horse Heresy. We're on to the 19th Legion, the Raven Guard. And we're going to follow this deep dive the same way we've done for all the others. So we are going to be going through everything about the Legion. We're going to do the Rights of War in a separate video that will hopefully release about a day or so after this one. Currently, those are YouTube exclusives, but grab the YouTube. We have it all there. Um, we are going to do Primarchs later as well. Also, what we realized in a short discussion is that for the fluff, um, it seemed none of us were confident doing it just for the moment. So I am going to be recording that separately which is what you'll hear now. All right, and here's me cutting in to speak briefly, at least for the moment, about the Raven Guard. So for the 19th Legion, um, their way they were at the outset versus when they were with their Primarch is actually rather different, as we see with some of these other legions. Um, essentially, in the beginning, they were almost more of you know, sort of to strike fear and terror into the enemy. In particular, Horus used them for this. Famously early on, when planets were more likely to reject the Imperial truth and not be willing to bend the knee, Horus liked to have them available to himself so he could have them go in and assassinate leaders or scare taxes, anything like that, essentially, to take out the foe unseen. When uh, Korax was found... Those were sort of the tactics and all that came from the planet he was on, his oppressors. Uh, it later was called Deliverance. And he kind of rebelled against this idea. So he wanted to change them to be more of a scout and, and stealth and, you know, precision strike rather than the ones that necessarily strike fear in the same sort of way. Um, in actuality, he kind of, at least through the readings that I've done, almost seemed to an extent... I don't know if I want to say the word paranoid, but maybe because of what he'd seen, he was so worried about what had happened that he wanted to ensure that it would 
what he saw on his home planet would never occur again, or not at least within his own legion. So famously, at least the way they say, that he took um, only recruits from then on out from Deliverance, from his home planet. He was very picky about who he chose. He, you know, got rid of all rights to tithe from Terra. And he, as we bring up later in the show from some of his groups, he essentially sent ones that he didn't feel came from the right spot. So ones that were very close to Horus or um, leaders that had come from Terra before almost on sort of suicide missions. He sent them out to places where he knew through attrition and all, they were not well designed and he saw their numbers greatly reduced. This led to when the heresy fully broke out that they were one of the smallest legions, not only because of what happened at Istvan V and, and those sort of things, but also just because of his recruitment patterns and styles. So there's obviously a lot more about them, but that gives us at least a, a brief overview to now get onto the rest of their information. All right, and we're now back to actually go through and discuss the traits and all of the Legion a bit. So, um, Dan said he wants to do the trait. Be aware, if you are following along with us, this is page 327. This is one of the few where the page where the trait is and the air action are reversed because of how long this trait is. So, yes, uh, is. take us through this then. <laughs> It is quite a complicated trait. So the trait itself, though, the wording is very small. It's just a shadow and fury. Models with the Legion of Stardust Raven Guard special rule gain one of the three special rules based on the unit type and war gear, either Talons, Falcons, or Hawks. So let's scroll down and let's see what these actual are. So I'll start with the Talons since they're first on the list. And I'll talk about the rule first, and then I'll talk about what they are and who is included. So... Talons. If a unit composed entirely of models with Talon special rules is targeted by a shooting attack, all models in the unit gain the Shrouded 6 plus special rule if the attacking unit is more than 8 inches from any model in the target unit. In addition, all models with the special rule also gain the Infiltrate special rule. All right, so that basically you get a Shrouded 6 up if you're more than 8 inches away, and you get Infiltrate. What constitutes a Talon? Well... Obviously, you have to have that, the Raven Guard rule. Kind of, kind of skip that because obviously it has to be Raven Guard. Yeah. Um, it has to have the infantry unit type, but do not also have the heavy unit subtype, or a Legion Warhawk jump pack, Corvid pattern jump pack, or a Legion Tartaros Terminator armor. Um, I don't know why I stopped there. <laughs> Legion Tartaros Terminator armor. So essentially, it, I mean, it kind of makes sense. This is your infiltrating unit they're shrouded they're not going to be in heavy cataphract armor they're not going to be in Tartaros armor which is terminal armor and they're not going to be assault marines because jump packs are loud yo so these are going to be your tactical marines this is going to be your um uh seekers i believe are not heavy yep. um yep. a missing one i know there's another but like seeker it's, it's pretty much almost everything in the troop yeah. slot except for assault marines people assault with jump marines, packs yeah. And um, breachers because they're heavy. Yes, breachers. And are breachers, heavy. yeah, they're heavy. Um, your veterans would fit this, yes, because veterans, I don't think, have any of those classes. Uh, veterans are not heavy. You are correct. Yep. Um, trying to think of like that's really about it. Uh, I can't really think of. Yeah. You you you, <laughs> you get some. There is some others. Um, destroyer. I oh, know. Sorry, destroyers have which one? Which one's the one that doesn't? Am I looking at the wrong page? I think destroyers have yeah, heavy. Uh, or, uh, it's the yeah, the Mortalis would not. Yeah, destroyers have jump packs. Mortalis do not. So Mortalis, okay. Mortalis would fit this. 
Point is, it's, it's actually, like, it sounds more complicated than it actually is. Basically, if you're heavy, Tartaros, or you have a jump pack. Yep. That's, that's basically it. All right. So that's Talons. All right. So, um, so the next one is Falcon. Um, any model with a special rule may reroll all fail to hit rolls of one and any assault phase in which they make Whoa. a successful charge. What? What? What happened? Wound rolls, not hit rolls. That's what yep. I said. Did I, say, did I say hit? No, you said hit. Did I say hit? Oh my god, I meant to say wound. Lord have mercy. Sorry, all failed to uh, to wound rolls of one in any assault phase in which they make a successful charge, even if that charge is considered disordered. Um, and I really quick wanted to make mention um, that this is one of the future... Um, people use this very specific wording, if, if the charge is considered disordered, on this specific Legion trait because... Um, it make uh, a lot of people have been arguing that like if you have lances or the world leaders rule or the um, blood angels rule uh, or emperor's children, all of those go off when you charge or successfully make a charge. Um, if you disorder someone, right, it might gets rid of that rule. So people have been using this specifically to say, hey, listen, if you have a lance, you don't get the lance bonus because you're disordered. But the Falcons still get this because they specifically make mention to even if the charge is considered disordered. It's just a cool little side fact that I wanted to make mention because um, this is something that I saw on the internet being talked about. Um, and, and as I said, I, to a large extent, I agree with that just because they've they've set a precedent for how they speak about these in here they yes. say oh you still get it even if you disorder okay so my interpretation would be if you don't say that i don't get it because you've you set a condition now that you will specifically mention things that occur during disorder because exactly. there's other spots yep. in the book where they do say that like the world leaders yeah. legion trait still yes. get it disordered for example yeah that exactly. one says disordered so you obviously get it there but yeah i would say exactly. if it's something that says on a charge or a successful charge if it doesn't say even if disordered you could make that argument i mean but it's still a successful charge but i just wanted to point that out because yeah. some people i guess I, I don't know where it comes from i guess some people put lances on their bikes or something and that's why i i don't know point is that it's a very specific precedent. It, it sets a precedent, and it's very, very specific. Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. We there. still need an FAQ that answers the questions that we have. Exactly, because then people ask, you know, what about Emperor's Children? Their advanced reaction doesn't say they have to target the same person. Can they do someone else? That that's what the problem with precedent is. But whatever. Yeah. But I just it's to point okay. That out. Fearless models can't make shroud saves. I'm glad they cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. All right. So uh, who gets Falcons? So obviously Raven Guard. So skip, skip, skip. So they have to have the dread. They uh, have the Dreadnought unit type. Any models with the infantry unit. So first, okay, let me pause. So this one's this going to get complicated. So Dreadnought unit type, done. You are a Falcon. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> That's part one. Part two, if you're infantry and the heavy unit subtype, or any model with the uh, Raven Guard special rule that has a Legion Warhawk jump pack, Corvid pattern jump pack, or Tartaros armor gain the Falcon special rule. So this is basically your Dreadnoughts. And then, if I'm not mistaken, everyone else that we mentioned uh, for uh, Talons that didn't get Talons. So this is your Tartaros, your Cataphracti, your Breachers, your... 
um, your assault marines, whoever has the Corvid pattern jump packs, Tartaros, everything that everyone, every infantry unit that didn't get Talons gets Falcons. It's basically how I'm reading it. With their wording, yes. Because there's, you either have these items or you do not. They haven't stipulated any other option or anything else that breaks it. So, yeah. yeah. If you're infantry, you are one of these two. If you're a Dreadnought, Mm -hmm. you're a Falcon. Exactly. I mean, the only thing that they're missing now is Cavalry and Vehicle, which I'm assuming is going to be the last one. Yeah, that's Hawks. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Hawks is the last one. Any models with this special rule gain the Shrouded 6 plus special rule on any turn which they run, move, flat out, or move as a zooming flyer, with this benefit lasting until the start of the controlling player's next turn. Or, if that model already gained Shrouded 6 plus special rule, it instead gains Shrouded 5 plus. Uh, and if it already has a 5 plus or better, then it gains no additional benefit. So 5 plus yeah. is your max. And this is for uh, Raven Guards, who are cavalry, um, or their vehicle uh, and flyer, or fast unit subtypes um, gain the Hawk special rule. Yeah. So not all, right. all their vehicles get a rule. Not all their vehicles. Only vehicles with a flyer or fast. Yep. So Karens, I think, are fast, he says. Where they, really? <laughs> Maybe. They were last edition. Someone check me because I, I, nope. I feel like they were last no, edition. But this not. edition, they are not. Oh, that's yeah. so dumb. Okay, so they just give them a higher base movement. That's what okay. they do okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I know Steve and I were talking about this and Dave were talking about before we recorded the podcast. How I don't know why they worded this so goddamn complicated. Uh, I can see why, because there's a lot of units in the in the um that's why in the trader and yeah, exactly. There's a shit ton of units. You can't just list all of them. But I could imagine someone reading this for the first time and going like, what? <laughs> but it, it boils down to literally to talons are your infantry um that are not heavy, have jump packs, and no Tartaros. So that that's kind of step one. You're uh, your um, Falcons are literally every other infantry in Dreadnought, and then your um, Hawks are your vehicles that are flyers or fast, um, or your cavalry. So your bikes. I can't think of any other cavalry. Uh, land speeders. Land speeders are, are really cavalry. Yes. Oh my god, lord! Oh, that's right, because they're toughness now. Yes, yes, yes. yes. They're toughness. So yeah, so that okay. All right. Not bad, though. So, Not so, bad. so what do we think of it overall? So now that we finally took so long <laughs> yeah, to digest it, we got to say what we actually Christ. think. Um, I mean, okay, so <laughs> six plus shrouded is a, I believe, 17% chance extra survivability, unless it ignores cover, but I'm ignoring that for a second. Yeah. So that's great. And it's outside of eight, which is, I mean, normal. Um, so that's not bad. I, I like the infiltrate. That's really good. The infiltrate the is adding the infiltrate that, is, I is, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, shroud is not bad, but infiltrate is by far amazing. Um, Infiltrate twenty man tactical on an objective with a uh, with a uh, apothecary in it on a progressive scoring mission. That's nice, you know. Which the book doesn't have any um, of. What happened? Oh, well, none of the book has one progressive scoring. Okay, it has one. one progressive scoring. Yeah, I know. Um, the Falcon thing is nice. I laugh at the Falcon. I'm going to break your heart. What what happened? Do it. Falcon Falcons does not work. Because almost every Falcon's unit either has lightning claws, yeah, I was just gonna mention for that. Shred, or a you, chain sword that rerolls for shred. Read, it's the most useless mind. rule. It's oh, worse. So, 
It's worse than the Dark Angel and the Dark no, no, Angel's no, 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 no. useless so rules. It's really good for like Terminators who have power fists or chain fists because rerolling ones on the wound is really nice. Yeah, um, that's about the only spot I, thought, I find but, it honestly very good. Yeah, but I agree with him. Like I know that they have one special unit that are really, really cool, and that one of the coolest looking lightning claws in the game too. It's like these weird kind of talons. They're great, um, but they're lightning claws and they're falcons, so it literally makes no goddamn sense. Um, but that being said, uh, and Hawks is okay. Hold on. What is? I'm trying to remember what Jink does. I'm like it's it's I'm losing my mind. Well, here. Jink no longer exists. Yeah, it's not. No, a thing. Don't flyers Jink as a reaction or nope. like? No, that doesn't. That's okay, not a thing. Okay. You're making that up. We're making that up. All right, so they don't. You know, are now, okay. yeah. So that so then no, okay. They can evade like any other unit in the game. Oh, okay. So then you know what? Which is a five up. Which means they and get nothing it, extra. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but what this does do is that if you make a, a run mover flat out, what's nice is that. Um, correctly it is the outriders of the legion special rule that um this the land speeders have let you re-roll shrouded saves i would double check that one super fast the, yeah check that i'm pretty sure that's correct but you can take a look for sure oh yeah if you can re-roll shrouded save then yeah i could do that pretty really good i mean so, so we've now covered you know 17 out of 18 of legion traits um this one is 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 situational to an extent because you have to have the right stuff and have the right pieces. But overall, overall, I do like it. Um, I think units get things that are helpful. Although, okay, I understand why heavy units can't be talons, but it would be nice because those are the units where you really want to infiltrate. Um, some of the ones that are heavy who can't run, or maybe some of your terminators. But that's more of a of both fluff and balance perspective. But, um, I mean, the Shrouded 6-up is nice. You're going to get a save here and there. The Infiltrate, I think, is the really nice part. Um, and, and let's face it, also that Shrouded is going to help when you go, you know, Bolter v. Bolter with your attack squads or they fire a special weapon at you. You might be able to eke out that little bit of an advantage that you need. The re-rolling ones to wound or get, with a big heavy weapon is very useful. All the other weapons not going to do you any good. And Hawks... If you have some of those vehicles and all for your bikes, it's actually quite it's potentially nice. But for your vehicles, it depends on if you just own them or not. Or, okay, I found the rule. Yes, it's called Harbingers of the Legion, there and is. it is possessed by the Landspeeder Proteus and the Landspeeder Javelin. Got it. So they get so those two shot. units can reroll shrouded saves, um, which. If they run, pairs great with the Legion rule, I guess, because they have a six-up rerollable. Yeah, okay, because they have no shrouded naturally. Correct. Okay, but that's still not bad. A rerollable six, if you want to save reactions, because that's the other thing. You might not want to put your reaction on them. A rerollable six is not bad. I agree. It's only on the turn that you make those. Yes. Run moves. The turn you set yourself up. It'll only be four reactions against you. Yeah. So I'm gonna run my land speeder. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna wait. No. No, no. It does no. literally nothing. Wait, why? Unless you're playing Zomortal style missions, because the only way you're getting shot on a turn that you run is if you can run and shoot, which you by default you can't, but some things let you. Hmm. Um or if yeah, you wait. deep strike, which is not running. 
Yeah, actually, wait. What? Hold on. Um, I just realized. Yeah, because you have to run, move flat out, or zoom. See, zoom is easy. That's the easy one. Yeah, it's the run or move. Oh, but... sorry, I missed the next clause with the benefit lasting until your next turn. Never mind. I'm yeah. I'm silly. Oh, control Ignore plays me. Next turn yeah. I yeah, gotta yeah, read more yeah, than five words a... at a time. Yeah, you rush forward <laughs> to get yourself into a good position. You at least have a little something while the evidence tries to plink at you, and then you get to hit him with your fun weapons after that. I'm so sorry, everyone. I got hung up on the first, you know, half and forgot about the second. Yeah. Got to read full sentences. That's what I always tell my students. They don't. <laughs> they never do. All right. Um, why don't we go on to the advanced reaction? Uh, did you want the advanced reaction, Steve? Since I... Oh, uh, it, yeah. It, yeah. Future me has done the fluff. Yeah. I actually turned the page into Warlord Trades because I completely forgot that, you know, advanced <laughs> reaction is earlier in the book yep. than the meat of the Legion trait. All right. The Raven Guard advanced reaction. Fade to black. You make this once for battle, as per usual. In the opposing player's shooting phase, when they declare an attack against you, but before they resolve the attack, so like all the other shooting phase reactions now, um, before and the unit has to be entirely Raven Guard, also as usual. Um, you get to make a move a number of inches equal to the highest unmodified initiative in the unit. So if you have an attached character as initiative 5, your unit can now move 5 inches um, in any direction and gain shrouded 4 up for the rest of the turn. If the shooting attack is no longer valid, such as no longer having line of sight, then the active player may not select a different target, and no attacks are made, and no dice are rolled for that unit. Nice. I mean, this is, a, I think, honestly, a very good one. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. The, the move could make it where they can't shoot you at all. Or, yep, or they get less At least shots. get out of rapid fire range. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you get that, and then a shroud of four up, and it's not even shroud. A lot of these, because we've seen this before, like World Eaters had one where, oh, you got a shroud and all, but that was essentially right then. I mean, you charge right afterwards, but say your charge failed, uh, someone else can shoot you. This one is for the turn. So that unit, they get if anyone else decides to shoot them, which they're probably your high priority target mm -hmm. is the one you want to spend this on. Yep. No, this is very good. I mean, there's no, there's not a lot to say about this. Um, the, the, you won't really move out. I don't, I don't unless the board is very much like LVO with the uh, LVO L's on there. I don't think you're going to really much move out of line of sight. Um, but, but um, I really do like the fact that you get a four up. Hopefully, no one's fearless in the unit. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, this is this is really good. This is well, excellent. The other part with that is because there's no range on this, so. You know, even if it's an early turn where they're going to be plinking at, say, say your because your Terminator units aren't, you know, allowed to infiltrate with this Legion currently. I mean, rights of work and do different things, but currently you're not allowed to do that in a base game. So, hey, you shoot at my Cataphracty squad, I can get, you know, and I know you're going to take a few shots of them because they're the unit you can see, they're a little bit closer than the other guys. I get a free move forward with fastest initiative. You know, yeah, heavy comes into play, but I can move up a little bit more. And I have an extra save. Any way I can get movement on some of those units, it, it's it's big. Um, this is oh, one where good... I don't think you wait for the perfect time. Yeah, I was going to say, it when it's it good. doesn't even have to be Terminators. Yeah. I would love to, on, on the specialized, like, close combat double lightning claw guys that they got. Yes. Hell. Especially when they have a character with them. That's a free five-inch move. I'll take it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, For Tartaros, yeah, it'd be five if they have an attached character. Cataphracty would lose an inch because they're heavy. But, yeah. 
That's, no, just, yeah. that's definitely a good use for it. I think, I wonder if the Corvid, so you know, like the Thalax, Steve, and Mechanicum add uh, their, the, the, the inches to their initiative when they're making a reaction? Mm-hmm. I wonder if their Corvid does that. Uh, I'm going to just, uh, no, it doesn't. It just sets their move to 14. Yes. Boo. Okay. No, I just wonder, because that would be kind of cool. Pack, if that's it, all. Oh, no, I know. But it would just be really, really cool. They actually but, did different things, too. But yeah, I just thought it would be cool. It does not. All right. No, that's a shame. Yep. Don't spend time on things that aren't real. Yeah. No, no, but Fade to Black is cool. I love it. All right, and sorry for some random problems we've been seeming to have. We are now just going straight off the backup. I have removed using, we were using Zencaster. We're trying to use that. It's a free trial. Um, currently, they're not getting my money, but we'll see if we can figure out exactly what was <laughs> happening there. So we were going through the Warlord traits. We're just going to go back through those from the start just to make sure we have those. So we're going to hash back out our thoughts on this. Um, we had started with the loyalist only warlord trait that's as far as we had gotten before we had another weird issue so we're going to go back through that very briefly here so the bane of tyrants you have to be a loyalist for this and the warlord trait says this warlord increases their attacks and strength characteristics by plus one when engaged in a challenge and by plus two when engaged in a challenge with the enemy warlord you're also getting an extra reaction in the assault phase um we can hash back out this thing because Dan seemed like he kind of liked this one, and I, I honestly really don't. It's okay. It's not that I like it. It's not the most useless. You sit on the fence. Um, and it's, it, I'm trying not to sit on the fence. No, because, like, okay, we've seen some of the useless warlord traits. Yes, there were we've some seen really worse. bad ones. Yes. But this is not, this is like, I give, okay, if I had to give like a scale to one, zero to 100, I'd maybe give this like a 70. You know what I mean? A really? passing grade. All right. Yes, because that plus one strength helps with – because your Warlord's going to have the dual lightning claws. But even if it has a Paragon Blade, right? Now, I believe Paragon Blade adds plus one strength. Now that's a strength six Paragon Blade. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. You know what I mean? And it's uh, Paragon Blades are AP2. Um, and you get plus one attack now with the Paragon Blade, which is nice. Or let's say you're running double Falcon Claws. Now you're at plus uh, three attacks on your Praetor. Plus two for the double Falcon Claws and plus one for this. That's a strike in its strength, five re-rolling to wounds at AP3. Um, it's not like gonna it's not gonna shred terminators. But if he charges like a unit of breachers or a unit of of tac marines or a unit of anything, then it's a three-up armor save or unit of mechanicum. Um he, he, oh mechanicum, which are mostly toughness five. Um I feel like this is where that war it's give it's him the passable. It's usable. I'd exactly. give him a thunderpan. Is let him wail on things at strength ten to strength twelve if it's the warlord. Yeah, and it's, just try it's, to spread instant death misery everywhere he goes. And it's a challenge. Like if you were okay, you refuse my challenge. Oh no! Now you don't get your you don't get your leadership. You don't get anything that the the that guy who refused um, swings with. Right? You you get fucked essentially. So it's like, yeah. Uh, so, so here's my problems with it. One, it only helps your warlord. I'm not a big fan of the ones that only go to the Warlord, especially in very particular ways. Like I said, um, you if we're in a unit, because we b before the recording went a little out on us, we were discussing about, oh, you know, that means my Warlord. Oh, if you put me against your Sergeant, I'm really going to kill him good. Yeah, but if my Warlord is, say, in that unit, or a good unit I have in their independent character, I'm not going to throw him at this guy. I'm going to throw him at the rest of your squad, and we're going to see who can kill more. 
there's a chance you have the option because you have better strength and more attacks. But I, I'm, I'm going to probably avoid you. The, the units where you really want this or the models where you really want this, I'm going to avoid that. I'm not going to let you have it there. So I, I do think that it, it can be useful, but it's not quite as good or as useful as hopefully some of these other ones would be. But... All right, let's see. Uh, Dan, you have the hidden hand because Steve's going to take the Yeah, trigger. I'll take the hidden hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when a warlord with this trait is in reserves... Oh, interesting. That... Um, sorry, that just... I haven't had that one before. Sorry. When the warlord with this trait is in reserves, the controlling player may choose to re-roll all failed reserve rolls. Oh, it doesn't have to be successful. Uh, or... Yeah, okay. Uh, and when uh, deployed on the battlefield, the warlord and all models in the unit he has joined gain the fleet two special rule. Hmm... In addition, you may make an additional reaction during the opposing player's movement phase. So you get an additional movement phase reaction. All right, so you get to reroll all failed reserve when your warlord's in reserve. And when he's deployed in the battlefield, you get fleet two. Hmm. Ah, do the jump packs let you deep strike natively? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, jump packs do. Okay, so I like this. Okay, oh, damn it. Yeah, I like this more than the strength one. Absolutely. I like this more than the strength one, yeah. Plus two to your charge, plus two to your run, plus two. And if you're doing like a nice deep strike force, as Raven Guard might want to do, everyone gets plus two. That that's great. That's real good. And and like to re-roll the fail. So I can't can I can't keep you yeah. out. You know, like if, if I miss the roll, I could choose not to re-roll because maybe I'm trying to delay a turn. But if I really want them on an earlier turn, if I really want them in turn two, I'm increasing my odds greatly to actually get them. Yeah. I like this one a lot more than the first one. I like things that help the army. If it helps my solo guy, it's just not as exciting. It's okay if it helps the unit. If that previous trait had done anything for the unit, I would be much more happy with it. But it only helps him. I see there's plenty of cases where it's not going to happen. All right. And one more warlord trait. Let's see what we think of this one. What about this? No gods or masters. No gods or masters. Probably the best warlord trait ever because once again it's a traitor trait and those are always the most fun i hope so so um the fluff background because i like giving those for the traitor versions of the traitor traits for loyalist legions is that um essentially you're not necessarily siding with horus but you've decided you know what this emperor guy is kind of a jerk too these you know distant rulers don't really they don't understand what you know it's like out here they probably shouldn't be the ones making the calls. I'm going to cast off their shackles and forge my own little empire. So, what do these traitorous boys do? When they're in base contact with enemy infantry or cavalry model whose weapon skill, strength, or initiative is higher than the warlords. The warlord may increase their weapon skill, strength, or initiative to match that of the enemy model the highest in that unit it's made that it is in base contact with so positioning is very important for that and then you also get uh once per battle a single reaction without using the allotment as long as it's the warlord's unit making the reaction I mean, we we looked so bane of tyrants was oh you're in a challenge you get some better stats this one okay base context so if you're in a challenge with infantry or cavalry at minimum you match them yep that it's not always going to do you well, but the times you truly need it, 
especially say the initiative because let's face it you have that's one of the scariest things for a warlord is someone out initiatives you because they have some sort of bonus you're going to match them now it's going to be their stat so if it's coming from uh uh something from reach or duelist said yeah you won't get that but you can match them otherwise the traded ones are at least more fun this one's more fun yep the, the loyalist traders just have more fun, man. Yeah. Like, it, I see in the same sort of case, like, okay, the loyalist might always occur when you're in a challenge, assuming there's someone that challenges you and assuming you have those sort of things. This one might occur less, but it's more interesting and more fun. So I kind of just like it more because I don't think either of them are great. Neither of those two are great. I think the, the general one is uh, the hidden hand is probably the best, but this one at least is, is more fun. So if I won't always get to do a cool ability, I at least want to have fun with it. Yeah, I agree. You are probably <laughs> too far from your mic there. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I agree. That's I better. Agree. Yeah, yours might have been a little bit low. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on these warlord traits? Like um, they're they're the strength. Like I said, they're 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 they go from good to the strength one won't be feel bad if you take it. So yeah, yeah they're good. I don't think either of the other ones are feel bad. I think the other ones are, you know, are, are to a certain extent less useful. But I do think they can have their own fun, especially the trader one. All right, we are on to the armory. We're going to try to catch up for some lost time because we had a lot of lost time trying to uh, yeah. get this recording oh, yeah. here done. But they have a total of four things. Three of them are small and one of them is big. But the, the last one is actually very simple. <laughs> okay. Believe it or not. Well, no, I, I believe it. You know, with some of the stuff, yeah. they just have to explain a whole bunch. That's fine. With um, normal uh, Warhawk jump packs, it's a big, big thing. Does anyone have a favorite thing? I'll take talents. I, I, I always like melee weapons. You yeah, did talk about how good it would be with that warlord trait. So now sell us on yes. it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So Raven talents are essentially lightning claws that are special. So they get it's um you can replace the lightning claw for five points per weapon. So if you want two, it's ten. Um, when you have two raven claws, you get two plus two attacks instead of plus one. So again, very much lightning claws. It's a power weapon. So basically, the only difference here between this and a lightning claw is that it is rending five up instead of rending six up, which I think is literally the only difference. Yeah. So for plus five points, you're getting an additional rend, which, I mean, that's totally worth it. That's totally worth it. Yeah, I was going to say. Plus five points, and you get a plus one better rend. Yeah, I'll take it. Probably more realistically, plus ten points, because often you have double pair. At least yes, from what I know, I've yeah, seen. Yeah, true. But yeah, plus ten. That, yeah, I could see this. And then, of course, if you take the Warlord trait, now you're getting, what, plus three attacks? Or plus four if you're doing Warlord challenge. I'm going to normally, what, plus three attacks if you're challenging. So a Praetor, what, has normally four attacks? Normally four. Normally four, so that's seven attacks at AP three, strength five, rending five up. Not bad. Yeah. It's it, a nice honestly, little blender. If, Go ahead. if you want to get technical, Always. if you don't care about the extra attack, you could have one lightning claw, one raven's talon, and still get one bonus attack and not the second bonus attack, and take advantage of the five up rending. Yeah. Uh, if you want to if you want to get through cheaper. Yeah. Like, if you only have, like, if you need to cut points, but you still want to have access to the rending five, you could do one and one. But then you lose an attack. Eh. 
but but let's Cor- sooner correct, later correct. points but become a if thing. If you're like, yeah, if you have to make cuts, that's an option on how to do it. Yeah, I, I've built enough lists now where it gets to the point of I do have to look and say who's losing what because not everyone gets the toys that I want to put them with. So someone's got to get cut. That's an option to get cut. Because say you had like you know five rending claw Tartarus terminators and you want to get the raisin, Ravens talons. It's 25 points versus 50 points to upgrade those five guys. Yeah. And those 25 points might be needed somewhere. Absolutely. So that is an option. A lot of these board gear options, it says that model replaces all instances of weapon X with weapon Y. This is a weapon by weapon choice. So you could do one and one. Should you? That's a, that's your own decision. Yeah. But you can. It's nice that you have the option. And like I said, you you look at points because you're gonna have pro- you're gonna have problems with points. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Steve, do you care which are the other two things? Um, I'll take improvisers. So oh, Dan could, yeah. So any Raven Guard character may be given an improviser for ten points. They gain night vision, which, correct me if I'm wrong, confers the unit. Uh, I believe that's correct, but. And they oh, also get a check. plus one bonus to their ballistic skill characteristic. Um, so do you like ballistic skill six on your uh, HQs? I do. Or five on your squad sergeant with a sniper rifle. Also nice. However, the model and their unit are initiative one for all blind tests. Well, yeah. Yeah. Night fighting. Uh, night vision does confer. All right, so you give your unit night fighting and give the squad leader plus one ballistic skill for 10 points. The trade-off only sucks if you feel like you face a lot of conversion beamers or a lot of mechanical with photon thrusters. Otherwise, this is great. Yeah, for for most of your games, this is going to be really, really good. Because you're going to want night vision because you're the Raven Guard. Um, Like uh, like Night Lords, you you, you have that competitive edge in that style of gameplay. So you're going to want it whenever you get a chance. Um, Night Vision also, do not forget, negates um, shrouded saves. Yes, it does. So if you had a high-power unit like a plasma gun squad, taking away the cover save option is exceptionally nice. And your sergeant hitting on twos is uh, nothing to sniff at either. Like that's, I'm not saying every unit should have improviser, but I would definitely look into having some. Anything to me that's carrying a heavy weapon... Like a unit out of you know heavy weapon squads or anything like that wants this because one, the limit range is usually shorter than your weapons were anyway, so now you don't have to worry about the range and you don't have to take an all gray scanner because you you were going to take that maybe otherwise for ten points. This is already doing that for you, and it's just ignoring all the penalties related to it, and you get plus one to your ballista skill, and now they also don't get their shrouded saves, which is all they were going to possibly get against your shots anyway. So if I have anyone with a big with squads with big heavy weapons, they're all getting these. Yeah, <laughs> great input. <laughs> no, it's 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 like I uh, yeah, there's definitely there's the like, scope. No, yeah. no, it's just it's, like it's, it's, it's been, no, no, it's it's I don't want to repeat everything you said. No, no, I understand. It literally, it's not. It, yeah, it's it's okay. It's a simplistic war gear, but it's an awesome war gear, and because it's simplistic, I don't want to repeat everything you said. Yeah. But I can say that yeah, this is an awesome piece of war gear. Please take it. <laughs> What's nice is because yeah. it's says the mechanical player with a thousand blind weapons. Yes. Please well, take. You this. know what? Now someone else feels the pain of being initiative one and two and taking blind. 
fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it um, so much. I... <laughs> so, but th- the nice part is also because it's character units, not independent character. We've seen other ones where it kind of goes on that. So you can throw it on the units you want. Yeah. All right. So I will take Cam. Was it Camellio line? Is it? No, wait. Wait. Isn't it supposed to be Camille? Wait, what? It's not Chameleon. No, it's not, but there's a way to say this, and it's going to annoy me. Okay, it, I'm going to go it, with Camellio line for now and annoy you. Yeah. Um, if you come up with <laughs> how you think it should be done, that's fine. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I teach math for a living, not talk. English. Yeah. So, any Legion Praetor or, or Legion Centurion that's Raven Guard Special Rule may be given... This Camellio line upgrade for 20 points. They get Shrouded 6 up special rule. Okay. Or improve an existing version of Shrouded by one step for 5 to 4, for example. A model with the Mortifactor or Pravian console upgrade cannot select this. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Mortificator. Um, oh, it's I so before don't... you say anything, I was gonna say yeah. it's not an actual word. That's why I'm getting confused. But yeah, that's the, not it, it, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they made up things. It's, it's um, made up word. I'm not a huge fan. Um, so, what consoles do any of the consoles have shrouded naturally? Because if you don't have shrouded naturally, okay. Because the plus one, yes, I know off of their which one was which. Off it's got to be a talents, unique, right? You could get a six yeah, up, so this could make it a five up. But I don't necessarily feel that. That's what I want to spend twenty points on. Do any of these centurions naturally have one? I don't know. Um, the only one I would think of here. Let me check. Legion console upgrades, right? Uh, hold on, I'm checking yeah. my cheat sheet. Um, yeah, if you have Path, a cheat no, sheet, doesn't that's, do anything. that's of worth because I'm I'm just curious if any of them get. I gotta eventually send this to you. So, so you the could sniper put it. does not. That's why I was checking him. Yeah, the, he does not. Yeah, saboteur doesn't. Does not. Or the saboteur is AL. Sorry, I'm looking at generic. That's all right. Um, we don't have to go through the ones that don't have it. I want to know if any of them do have it. Yeah, no, I can't see anything. Thematically, would and I'm not. No, and thema- and nope. Alpha Legion doesn't have it either. No, yeah. no. Yeah, okay. I was say, literally, no, no one does. Um. Yeah, I'm just I'm not huge on this, just because I, I like the fluff reason that mortificators or pravians can't get it because it talks about you know this is from the dark age of technology, so like those are the guys who are more you know aligned to you know tech priests and stuff like that, so that you know you don't want them to see what you're doing. But I, I for twenty points, I'm not I th- that would I'd want to already have a five up at least to go to a four up or better to care about this. So if there's other ways to get them, cool. If I'm not getting it, I'm not going to put it on him. I don't want him to have a six up, not for 20 points. All right, Dan, what about these jump packs? There's a lot of words. So I, no, no. So I'm going to just paraphrase it because no. So um, essentially you can replace your normal jump packs, your your Legion work with Corvid for 10 points and it is worth it. So you set your move value to 14 when you activate your jump packs, which is like a normal jump pack. Well, too fast. Um, normal jump packs, 12. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, normal apologies. jump packs, 12. I thought it was 14. I, why am I thinking? Oh, uh, bikes are 14? I think that's uh, Most bikes with. are 14 and, someone, yeah, that's and um, okay. someone else had like a special thing. But no, normal jump packs, 12. Oh, okay. okay. I, I just got – all right. So, yeah. So, you go to 14. 
Um, this includes uh, the, the bonus for charges, blah, 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 blah. It's basically the normal. Where it gets interesting is the kind of the second paragraph and the second half of the first, which is basically um, when you activate, um, you ignore, obviously, uh, any tests uh, or any dangerous terrain that happens when you go over it, but you gain a four plus invulnerable save against any wounds inflicted by a failed dangerous terrain test. Ah, okay. That's interesting. That's a nice little helpful addition if in case you land in something and you use your jump backs. Um, so that's that was the first paragraph. Set your move value to 14. Get your all your bonuses and shit. But you get a 4 plus invulnerable save against wounds failed by dangerous terrain tests. That's the first paragraph. There's four. There's essentially a lot. The second paragraph, um, you may still run. Uh, uh, when you make a run move, you can add the initiative characteristic of the model to the 14 um if you activate your jump pack um but you can't make a shooting attack and you can't charge so i think that's the normal jump pack that is the same where you can add your initiative yes. okay good i just opened um, it to check i think bulky three bulky four hammer of wrath one and deep strike are all the normal unless jump packs are bulky two for some odd reason jump packs are bulky two. Oh, and hammer oh so this is one. okay Okay, so this is a little thicker. These are bulky three. Okay, so you yeah. are a little if fatter. If you already were bulky two, then you go to bulky three. But yeah, otherwise you're one bulkier. These yeah. are bigger jump packs, I guess. And if you had bulky three, you gain bulky four. Ooh. Um, and during any reaction phase, you may not choose to activate the, the jump pack to gain movement characteristic. Um, so basically, I mean, I think the main difference is what? You're one bulkier. Yeah. And you get two a further four plus move. vulnerable save. Two further movement, a four plus invulnerable to difficult terrain. For ten points, that's not. I mean, shit. That's that's really good. But that's that's not for, ten points for the unit. No, no, it's ten points for each. Yeah, that's the problem. Yes, I guess so. Notice they do the have to be in, I, well. They have to be an independent character as well, so it's not too bad because yeah. you're not putting this on regular people. Yes, they're, they're, you put this on your Praetor or your console to run with your. Um, Part of me, I had like a burp coming in with your uh, a Dark Fury squad. Which has these already built in. Um, otherwise, you don't do. Yeah, you can't put this on your assault marines anyway. So, I mean, I would if you're going to take your listen. If your Praetor's running with the Dark Furies and they move fourteen, just just pay ten points and give them a freaking Corbin better jump pack. So, <laughs> so here's my question. Let, let's say I don't have one of them. Let's say I have them with the unit of assault marines. So guys moving twelve instead. Cool. Um, okay. He moves his fourteen. He moves twelve. When I charge, what bonus do I use? I think it's the oh, did they? I read through it multiple times because it came up the other oh, day. Oh, you never found it? No, so it, not in the lining. It doesn't say, say at all. Okay, so I would say because a lot of times this happens, they say majority initiative, majority weapon skill, majority toughness. I would say majority movement. That makes sense. You know, to me. Like, for it example, doesn't say at all though. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But that's like, like that would be. It's not even like here. It's not even like there's not even precedence for it because it doesn't exist. But because I know in the uh, in the rules it says majority toughness, majority weapon skill, majority initiative, majority everything, majority strength. Right for grav guns, um, it, I would just say it's majority movement. All right. Yeah, I, I, right? that makes sense. That makes sense uh, enough know. to me. But it didn't really say. All right. Any further thoughts on any of this war gear? I think we're I think we're covered. All right. So, um, out of the book, these guys got a total of two squads. 
That was the only units they were given. They both do have an exemplary battles unit, and they do get um, two characters from the legacies. So we do actually have a few different things to go through. Does anyone have a favorite for any of these? So the three squads, makes sense each one of us can take a squad. Does anyone yeah. have a particular squad they want to talk about? Honestly, I'll take the Dark Furies because I, I do like them and I think they look awesome. Okay. So I will take them. Okay, when we get tackle to more Dathan. Huh? I'll tackle more Dathan. Okay. So, more Dathan are the one next in the book slash they are the next yep. ones that I have in my notes and that's the more important thing. So go for it. All right. So more Dathan squad. It's 150 points for essentially a Seeker squad that's got two wounds per model. Um, you have five guys. They got but instead of having the uh, Kraken Bolter, they've got a Chainsword and a Shotgun, as well as Shroud Bombs, which is very nice to see. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's something that I sorely, sorely miss when I'm running Seekers and not Recon Marines. Um, they are Relentless, so they can move and shoot. They can scout. They have a special, special rule called Fatal Strike. And the unit is also Skirmish, which means they have a 3-inch coherency. Uh, let's cover Fatal Strike real fast. Once per battle, a unit with the special rule may declare a fatal strike at the start of the controlling player's shooting phase. For the duration of that phase, the shooting attacks of all models that unit with fatal strike gain the rending 4-up special rule in addition to any other effects the rebels might have. This does not replace or improve any other versions of the rending special rule possessed by the unit and may not be used in attack that puts out either the template or blast special rules. Oh boy. Do you want to tell the people or do you want me to do it, Steve? You're coming a little low. The rule's down. broken. You're a little bit far. Oh, do you want? Like, uh, do you that want the rule doesn't work. No. Uh, what the hell? It does work. You not give with them sniper Volkites. rifles. No, you. Oh, give I mean Volkites. Volkites. And then we'll, we'll, we'll all of get a sudden... to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I was gonna so say. they come with they come with chainsaws and shotguns and bolt pistols, which are all very fun. Um, ballistic skill five means we'll be putting those to good use at range, but. Uh, you know, why waste Blizzard Skill 5 on a 12-inch range weapon and a chainsword when we could give them power weapons and charbel weapons? Nah. Nemesis Bolters. That's more like it. 72-inch range popping shots across the table, picking out preferred targets. Good stuff. Um, or we give them Magna or Minor Combi weapons. It's an option. I don't think it's your best use of points, but at least, you know, with Blizzard Skill mm. 5, you'll be hitting more with it. However, for every three models in the unit, one model may exchange a shotgun for one of the following. Your options are a Volkite Charger, which, which will get rending four up on that special special turn. You could get a Flamer, which will not get any benefit from it. You get a Melta Gun, a Plasma Gun, a Plasma Pistol, or a Missile Launcher with Frag and Crack Grenades, which as a reminder, you could fire on the move because you are relentless. Um, the unit leader could take Melta Bombs and upgrade to Artificer Armor. And finally, I forgot to mention this earlier, you could add up to five additional models for 25 points apiece. I'm I'm not entirely sold on the Volkite option that you like, Dan, for the simple fact that it's one in three. So the turn I use it, yeah, no, I'll no, get no, a no, few. No, 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 it's a, it's a combi weapon. You give them... You combo, oh, doing the minor combi. It is and a minor bolter, combi weapon. Yep, and you do the Bolter and Volkite shot at the same time, and they both get rending. And I've seen this done before where they pop out of a rhino um, or they just are on the board and you're going first and 10 dudes roll up with bolters and Volkite and 
all of them rend on a four up. And, and it's both disgusting. this edition, which is gross. Yes. What, there's and no reason to ever there's a reason to ever take a basic Volkite charge where you could take a minor combat weapon for the same points cost. Yeah. There's literally no reason. It's it's literally you load the squad up with minor combi weapons, take two of them. You really don't need many, just take two. And you eliminate whatever they shoot at for a turn. You have to bring shots more than two if you teams. actually want to eliminate people. I'm sorry. Sorry? What happened? If you're trying to actually eliminate people, you need more than two. No, but it's it's four shots per model. So that's 40 shots hitting on twos. Well, no, so on so you're, not, you're not bringing a few then. You're bringing everyone with it. And then you're, all, you're also yeah, you're going bringing up to a ten squad of 10. Un, that, a full unit of 10. yeah. You always bring, always bring max squad. Always bring max squads. No, I, I think that's <laughs> always, slippery always. soap. Always um, trying to go with that. For <laughs> delivery systems, they take rhinos and storm eagles as dedicated transports. Uh, uh, rhinos only work if they have a lot of them, as I've seen happen too many times. So I'm like, yeah, I'll put this one squad in a rhino. The the the, the rhino dies. Yeah, the rhino dies, and then the guys inside die because it's strength eight on the explosions this edition. But uh, Storm Eagles, if you if you want to live through hell and put one of those together, it's an option. <laughs> um, I do like these guys. I do think they're good. I do think they can get very, very strong because I didn't think about the Miner because I thought you were talking about the Charger. But yeah, doing with the Miner is overall better. Relentless will help them with the Bolter shots. Um, actually, no, not with the Bolter shots because they don't have the other role. But that's, that's actually still very good. Um, for that one turn, you get it. You just better hope. You better hope it actually works. Because if not, they don't have much else after it. But I do like them. I just don't think I always want to max every single squad I ever see. I think that's a dangerous slippery slope to go down. Uh, don't forget, these will be talons. So they get um feel I feel the pain um shrouded six and infiltrate as well. Yeah. The infiltrate's probably the nice part there. Yeah, shot it okay. Yeah, infiltrate, infiltrate plus scout means turn one shenanigans. Yes, that's actually probably a lot stronger being able to do that because when you're looking at your combi Volkite, you're looking at 15-inch range on that. You're wanting your bolters to be within 12 to get the extra shots because otherwise you're just you're leaving you know damage off the table. But you could yeah. actually do it then, especially if you're not necessarily going first and you can hide them well. Your enemy's the enemy's going to move yeah. forward. I know, I've seen it used on multiple battle reports, um, and it is expensive, but it does delete essentially a, a very dangerous squad off the table. It can. I, I absolutely see how it could. Unless you roll like shit. Well, or or they roll well, like out. I said. It is a 50-50 actually on that rend part. So, because that, if you're yeah, looking at that way, you're shots. looking for the rend. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. So 40 shots, you're going to miss about six to seven shots. So you're looking at about 32, so about half, so you're looking at about 16 rends, which is good. If the unit has an invul save, now we start having things with that. They do potentially have a reaction. I'm not saying you're not going to do a lot of good. I think you will, but I think this is a spot where someone could get a little bit of a gambler's fallacy type of look of, hey, I used it this time, and it deleted that unit. Man, this is the most amazing thing ever. I think then you could go to another time. Um... Because it's the start of your shooting phase for the duration of that phase. So that means if I can react to them first, they don't get it. So this is a unit where if you see okay. them, you want to shoot them before they get a chance to shoot you because they can't use their rending on that, on reactions. And word bearers will make you cry. 
Yes. Because their advanced reaction will completely negate that strike. Or yep. Alpha Legion. which Because one guy will just stand in front <laughs> and be like, yes, me, take yes. me. And the rest of the squad will just or, stand around there. Yep. I'm like, I, I, the person, one of the battlefront I saw was Alpha Legion. And we'll, we'll talk about them next time, but uh, they just pooped away. They literally, they were like, nope, I'm not there anymore. Bye. It was so sad. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, they're, so sad. They're, they're good. But I always caution to put all of your eggs in a basket of when I do this, oh, it's going to wreck my enemy so hard. Your enemy knows plans as well. Your enemy is also trying to play a game. You will not always, you yeah. will not get your ideal conditions all the time. So, um, very good. But the good news is I don't, but. I like the other, I like the other special unit more anyway, but okay. I, I could see like. Then tell I us about it. it. Yeah, talk about it. Why are you talking about oh, this we're good. Oh, okay. We're good. Yeah. Talk about them. Oh yeah. These guys I love. First of all, before I have a dark fury squads look amazing. Um, I love the way their jetpacks look and I love the way their talons look. Um, like when you think Raven guard, this is like essentially the epitome of what Raven Guard should look like. Agreed. Um, that being said, <laughs> there are 150 points, so the same as uh, Mordathan. I think they're better. Um, they have a veteran stat line. Hold on, give me a second here. No. Leadership 8, 9. I'll talk about the, the, the sergeant in a second. He's weird. But two wounds, initiative 4, attacks 2, leadership 8, 3 up save. Yeah, that's a veteran stat line, isn't it? Yeah. Don't veterans veterans are weapon skill five. These guys are not. Not, oh, not the normal guys okay, are not. Sorry. Yeah, okay. vets are weapon skill but five. But the sergeant is weapon skill five, leadership nine, three attacks. With mm -hmm. a two-up save. He doesn't artifice your armor. Um for free. Yay. Um their infantry, um, their power, their war gear, sorry, is power armor. Or and the, again, the sergeant gets artificial armor. They have two Ravens talons by default, frag and krakenades, and the Corvid pattern jetpack. Um, they have Deep Strike, obviously, from the jetpack itself. They have Precision Strike 6 up and Sudden Strike 1. So you could take an additional 5 Furies for 25. Um, uh, the, I don't know, my god. A Dark Fury squad that includes 9 Dark Furies may upgrade up to 2 of their models to be a chooser of the slain. So that's their sergeant name. So if you have um, 9 of them, you can uh, uh, have 2 of them as your sergeant, essentially. Uh, and you can take Melta Bombs for 10 points a model um so i like these guys a lot they do what they do well so i mean listen they're armed with first of all they're armed with two raven's towns so really their attacks are four five it's like four attacks each and five attacks each uh for the sergeant um if they charge it's five attacks and six attacks so they're approaching damn near world leader level attacks they're starting to strike one which if i'm not mistaken is they get plus one initiative on the charge? Correct. Okay, very good. So they're initiative five on the charge, which hopefully they charge if they freaking move 14. Jesus, please. Um, bar any shenanigans. And they're going to get even a squad of five for 150 points is going to put out what? Like, so if they charge, what? That's uh, four, five attacks. That's 25, 26 attacks. Yeah. Right? From five of them? What is it? All right. Yes. Yeah. So 26 attacks, some of them hitting on threes, but some of them hitting on fours. Any sixes you roll, though, can go on whoever you want, which is really nice, in case you want to fish for those rend five-ups on a sergeant with artificial armor, in case you didn't challenge. Because you remember, you can precision strike into a challenge. And you can precision strike out of a challenge. Um, so you could precision strike that stupid apothecary. I don't yes, believe that. 
Yes, you can. This. Oh my God! Please don't make me open up the rule book in my car. I had to. We. we I, I spent like an hour looking for it. You can precision strike in and out. It's well, very okay, weird. Okay, you can't say something so controversial yeah. without being able to back it up. Oh my God! All right, go to precision strikes, and then go to challenges, and you'll see. While Steve's looking that up, because I know he is, um, precision strike six up is still really good, even if you can't go in and out of challenges. But I know you can. Um, and they just, they, I mean, honestly, they're just a good unit. 150 points for five dudes is not bad. Would you ever take five, though? Um, I would, actually. Fun fact, this is one <laughs> of the few units that I would. You talk so not, much all the time how every unit has the max. And you're like, no, I would take five of these. The only reason, the only reason why is because they actually put out, output the, the damage I need. Like, they output enough where I can run them in smaller kill packs and like 10 would be overkill in my opinion, right? This 26 attacks with, oh, now I have to actually do math. So uh, he gets five, six. So 12, if you, if, if you have a unit of five, you have six attacks hitting on threes. If you, let's say you hit attack squad, whatever. Six attacks hitting on threes and uh, four times, one. 16 attacks hitting on fours and then rerolling to wound with uh, rend five up and shred, and any sixes you roll to hit, you can pick and choose where it goes, that's enough attacks. They're not going to um, kill the squad, but they're going, and they get, remember, they're in the striking and there's five. That's so this, the best I part think of is them. Your, yes. I, I, I didn't mean to skip over that. But yeah, that's why you need to have a 10-man squad, so you guarantee that you're going to kill them on that first strike. But honestly, like you're going to still kill a good, chunky amount. Maybe remember if you okay, you rend on a five and you have shred, but if you succeed otherwise, and you're only seeing a little bit more, but if you succeed otherwise, it's not gonna help me. Luckily, they don't have anything that ups their well, strength, which would actually make them worse. Well, it's yeah, it, it, it literally is AP3, which is why I said these are great. Like, if you have a tax squad, this is a great tax squad muncher or a breacher. Breachers, I think, are three up save as well. This is a good breacher, this is a good breacher muncher. Because if you have that artificer armor sergeant, you can precision strike him down. If they have an apothecary, you can try to precision strike him down because you're going to still get around four sixes out of all of your attacks. But Dan, consider this. You can have three squad sergeants in a 10-man unit. No, it's, it's two. Uh, it's, oh, uh... up to two. Oh, geez. Oh, I, didn't, I, I read that wrong. I thought it was only like – I meant like you could have two, not up to two. No, you can have three total. Oh, that's not Think, bad. Uh, look at all those extra it? attacks and weapon <laughs> skills. And... Yeah, it becomes unwieldy at that point. And they uh, give the melta bombs. I know the melta bombs. I don't need that. They're not going against vehicles. I don't Why know. not? Because they rend five up already. With okay. enough attacks, maybe I'll rend the damn thing down. But honestly, they're going to be too well, expensive. These cause point. instant death to dreadnoughts. Listen, your, if it's <laughs> on the charges, I'm fucked anyway. I was going to say. Your weapon's still five on that sergeant. You do? Oh, that is good. Oh, but your initiative uh, one. That's what's going to suck. Initiative one on the melt bomb is going to suck. Yeah, it's 275 for 10. And then if you're, let's say you're including two more. That's already 305 for this. Well, actually, 305 is not bad. I was actually expecting a little bit more. 305 is not bad. That's without the melt bombs. All right, so we look through it. Uh, looking through precision strikes, it looks like you can. I would still, because it's rather than, 
normal wound allocation. I would still like an FAQ on anything like that. Because anything where they break yeah. the rules that much, I think they do need to definitively say. But by sounding, looking at it, it does seem that you can. There is some other problems with challenges, but it does look like they could. Um, I mean, they're still good either way. Yeah, they're still okay. So, so they're still good either way. Yeah. But because of that, rather than in precision strikes, they absolutely can. You know, you can have your sergeant accept the challenge, mm. still attack an initiative five. But let's say he doesn't kill him. You get hat precision strike into it and try to kill him with the rest. Um, it's, it's although they would be going like, at the same time, unless yes, you, you have, have a but, character that's going faster. Exactly, but the precision because of precision strikes, the way it's uh, done, you precision strike one at a time. So since they're attacking all at the same time, you would see who precision strikes, and then you go. You're supposed to fast roll it, but technically you're supposed to go, all right, this precision strike is going to X. Let's roll to wound him. Okay, it does this. Does he die? No? All right, this precision strike is going to, what most people do yeah, is that they just be like, all right, oh, this is going here, then then, then if it does that, it's going, it, we just kind of fast roll it, but it, 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 yeah, it's still a very good, and yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, they're a good squad. They absolutely yeah. are. And they're surprisingly... Yeah. You mean surprisingly cheap for the extras that you get for them? I was gonna assault squads are how many points for 10? I was trying to find like, that. Well, one, I could not find 125, I gotta get to assault squads. We're now yeah, near the back of the say... book, so it takes a moment to get towards the front because we're kind of far <laughs> yeah. from the back now. Sorry, far from the front. Oh, you good, you good, you good, you good. Because uh, if they're 125, 145. I don't see a world. 145. They're 140. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't see a world where I take normal assault squads. Yeah, I know I don't. I know I, you I say do. spam and you, everything, but you get more more bodies, which could be very useful. And okay. also, you need troops in line. If you want line, these guys are not line. Oh, hold on. Yeah, they're they're elites. Okay, you're right. Yeah, their their rights of war line. don't give them anything like that. Yeah, you do need line. You do need line. Yes. Okay. Okay. And 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 other assault troops are very fitting. You know. Because like, yes. remember, these guys, okay, five, a five-man squad is about the same points, but you don't want all your things to be low five-man squads because those can be killed. You know, it's yes. one thing when you're a shooting unit. I think you can be potentially smaller when you're a shooting unit because at least you can react back and maybe put a bunch of damage on the opponent, things like that. But if you're assaulting unit, they're the ones I'm more inclined to put more people in because I need to actually be able to do enough damage and survive out. You need yeah. bodies just to connect. Yeah. You're yeah. going to lose people okay. on the way. That makes in. Sense. But yeah, no, I, I love these guys more, way more than the more Dathan, to be quite honest. These guys are, are top. And that, again, that precision strike six up is so, so good. It's, right. it's so secretly good. All right. They have one more um, squad unit. This is out of their exemplary battles. So this is the deliverer's squad. Um, this is their Terminator squad, because um, everyone gets a Terminator squad. So these guys are 225 points. <laughs> They're going to be in Cataphracti armor, so it's a Cataphracti squad. Uh, when we look at it, they are very similar to a base squad, although their weapon skill 5, and their leaderships are 8, 9 for their leader, who's called a Chieftain. They get combi bolters and power weapons, and the normal Cataphracti Terminator armory, armor. Obviously heavy and all. Stubborn, relentless. Stubborn is a little better because inexorable is a little bit worse. Uh, bulky too, which is the same. Uh, they have the rule 
Korax's Shame, and they actually get Deep Strike, which is huge Ooh, because Cataphracti yeah, Cataphract are very, very slow. Um, or you yeah. have to buy them a 200-some point or more transport. Um, these guys, you don't. They don't have a dedicated transport option. But So you can take up to 10 more of these guys. They are 40 points each, so they can go to that lovely 15 that Dan loves. Uh, uh. They <laughs> have the normal style... Or, or, or somewhat normal style types of upgrades for a Cataphracti unit. Um, every one in every five can take a Heavy Flamer, Reaper Auto Cannon, Multi Melta. Um, Multi Melta special. Yep. The Multi Melta is more special because yeah. normally it is the Plasma weapon. Plasma, what's the name of it? Uh, plasma Blaster. Yeah, Plasma Blaster. So these guys get the Multi Melta. A few others have, but they do get the Multi Melta. Um, okay. They can swap out the Power Fist for 10 points or the Chain Fist for 15. They do not get the normal Cataphracty of being able to go to Thunder Hammers and all. Um, they can take Minor Magna Combi weapons, and anyone can exchange both of them for two Raven's Talons. So you can't do normal Claws, but you can do the Raven's Talons. Um, their special rule is that they have Korax's Shame. Um, so... If selected as part of an army with the Loyalist Allegiance, models with a special rule gain the Battle Hardened 1 special rule. Ooh. If selected as part of an army with the Traitor Allegiance, they get the Hatred Cor Corvus Corax special rule. No. If you're taking these guys, you want to be Loyalist. The Loyalist is so much better. So, so what much a better. Good, what a good no. What an excellent no. Yeah. Oh, it, it's sure. It's very, very fluffy. But it's, it's bad. Um, in addition, no. uh, if Selecta is part of an army that includes Corvax, no models with this special rule can be within 18 inches of him, including when models from this unit enter play from reserves, and he may never join the unit that has sorry join a unit that has any of these models with this special rule involved. Um, Man, who cares? You would care if I you had them on the, the same fluff. force. It fits the yeah. fluff perfect. I love exactly. the fluff for this unit. Do you don't, know don't what? Do no, so yeah, go ahead. These are the Terran veterans that mm -hmm. served directly with the Luna Wolves back in the day. So they adopted a lot of their fighting styles, customs, and such, which is why they have the multi melt as an option. They were actually the first unit beside the Justaran to get the multi melt determinator option. Yep. Dominators got it later when they were added in a later exemplary battle entry. Um and essentially, Korax kind of, on the down low, kind of did his own little Legion purging back in the day by throwing his um, Terran-born units into the fray. This is a point of contention in the lore for some, because some believe that, you know, they were given the honor of going first. Some were believe, some believe they were sent to die by going first in um, these assaults upon these fortresses. And they're painted red. Hmm. Okay, I mean, listen, a battle-hardened so yeah, If you want some Sons of like, Horus flavor, yeah. Battle-hardened yeah. one ain't bad. It's like, oh, you yeah. got a power fist? How cute. Yeah. Ba battle-hardened one, weapon skill five for 225? I think that's on the low end, too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for specials, yeah, it's a bit on the lower end. Yeah. So, honestly, for 225, for weapon skill five natively? It's a bargain. And a battle-hardened yeah. one? That's a super bargain. Now, is yeah. this a zero to one unit or yeah, as many as a zero to one unit? 
Yeah, Which makes sense. Usually when 15. they're a little bit cheaper <laughs> like that and they sound really, really good out of the exemplaries, they're usually a zero to one. Yeah. Um, I would absolutely take a unit of these guys. Though. I would take Yeah, I would take a squad. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I wouldn't be trying to go to the 15. I think that's just ridiculous. No. Um, but then you can have but, three multi-melters. That, that's... Okay, it's still ridiculous. Um, but I, I would pro I would go between the five to the ten, depending on points I have and all. I, I going to ten to me in this squad, I could absolutely see that. Going above is just going to start getting rough. Um, well, I was going to say just going to go ahead. <laughs> to going taking fifteen with multi multis is already seven hundred. So you might as well just throw power fists there or and chain fists. Don't forget your infravisor. Don't let him get those cover saves. No, no, no. You're going to do it. Go all in. No, 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 no. I've, I've suffered blind too much. Do no, it. No, no, no. No, you absolutely would do that potentially on this unit. Uh, no. Now, you actually, you probably if wouldn't you have, have to worry have about it. the multi-meltas, yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. I wouldn't necessarily worry about it as much, though, because you're deep striking. And if you're deep striking with them, there may or may not be night fighting. And, okay, I'm preventing you from your shrouded on on the multi meltas eh. like th that's until, good but until. i would be that is the only time i would be concerned about the potential blinding although i'm not terribly concerned of blinding because there's just not tons and tons of weapons that do that Un until someone brings the one stupid dreadnought with a conversion beamer I, or the one stupid predator with a conversion and that's fine plastic yet and that's fine you can't you shouldn't tech about everything against this one potential thing that someone may run well against you one time very true, but I, again, from someone who has been blinded before. But so that is... gives you a bias, because you're like, oh, it yes. happened to me, and it was really bad. So it, you know, it's the worst rule in the game, kind of thing. Like, no, it, well, it happened. The worst rule. It's a good rule. No, no, but you, but you know what I mean. It's this idea that it happened yeah, yeah. to you, so you're constantly looking for it. It's not a very common thing. It doesn't I'll mean it, it can't happen, but it's not if very common. Was, yeah, I would put improvisers on something that is less affected by blind like i'll be okay last cannon squad sure whatever the hell i'll put it on that or an auto cannon squad sure or so, so but but that's but not the my, reason why you're putting like, it on them you're not putting it on them because blind yeah. doesn't hurt them as bad you're putting it on them because they want to be at a far range and be able to hit their targets and they often mm. will have weapons that would you would get shrouded against or that's what you the save mm. you get that's the reason you take it you don't take it because you don't care about blind you take it because of the bonus, not the negative, or not the prevention like the of a negative. Match. I was. I do like the fact that you can mix and match a lot of these things too. If you take some with Raven Talons, take some with Power Fists, take some with Chain Fists. Like you could take a nice mix to just kind of be a like a little can opening unit, which I do enjoy. All right, so that finishes out the squad units. These guys have what? Two more things left. Two HQs. I totally want the Moritat. There's a only re there's a big reason why. Why? Because he's got a giant <laughs> list of rules, and you want to practice your reading. Nope, nope. Just the the look at the first war gear. Uh, let me scroll up. Why is he blind? People. No, he's got a ham cannon. Okay. He's got two ham cannons. I love it. All right. All right. Well, he, you... he shoots. He shoots a revolver. He shoots revolvers. Is basically what it is. Oh, so he's that, got yeah. some big revolvers. Okay. Well, yeah, if, yeah. He can. If you I'll have interest in it, it, 
He is yeah. the next one up, so you can go ahead and take him then. All right. Moritat Prime, Cadis Nex. 165 points. I'm not going to go through all his titles, but he has many. He is movement eight, which is interesting, actually. Hold on, he's in power armor? Oh, yeah. Movement eight. Oh, he's light. That's why. Yeah. Uh, weapon skill five, ballistic skill six. Okay. So you can reroll those ones into sixes. Very nice. Uh, strength attack is four, three wounds, initiative five, three attack, leadership nine, and a three plus save. He has two fulcrum hand cannons, which we'll talk about in a second, which puts a damn smile on my face. He's got power armor, shroud bombs, melta bombs, and refractor fields. He has a host of special rules. Um, he has Legion of Stardust Raven Guard. Hold up, he's got a little star there. He gains the Falcon special rule and no other rules from Shadow and Fury clause of the Legion of Raven Guard special rule, ignoring the usual requirements. So he basically, he is a Falcon. Yep. Uh, he's an independent character. He's ill-omened. He's the Blood Crow. He's Relentless Stalker. He's, okay, stubborn, we know. <laughs> he's Sudden Strike 1. Rampage 3. Shrouded. Uh, 5 plus, move through cover, and Pathfinder. So let's talk about his special rules, because he's got many. First of all, let's talk about these Fulcrum hand cannons, because, oh my god, yes. Um, I'm assuming that they're, uh, by the way, I'm assuming that they're revolvers, because of the way they're, they're written, which makes it even more funny. So anyway, Fulcrum hand cannons are auto-weapons uh, and possess multiple profiles. When making a shooting attack, uh, the controlling player must select either pinpoint strike or empty the chambers, and you must make all the attacks using that profile. In close combat, you're basically a <laughs> you're a gun wielder. You have the point blank profile that you must be used instead. Note that in melee, more attack prime cadence. Next, fighting with Fulcrum hand cannons count as having two weapons and gains the appropriate bonuses. So, fun fact: if he is outnumbered, right, and he he is outnumbered, he charges. This guy has eight attacks, which is it's a lot God of damn, that is insanity. Yeah, he's 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 blasting. <laughs> he's blasting. So. Pinpoint strike is 24 inches, strength 6, AP 2, pistol 1, brutal 2, concussive 1, pinning, and sniper. <laughs> so, two shots, 24 inches, strength 6, AP 2, brutal 2 each shot, concussive 1, fuck it, whatever, you take a leadership check and you concuss, pinning, and also sniper. Mwah. But just in case someone's closer... Just empty your revolver at 12 inches. Strength 6, AP 4. Pistol 6, concussive 1 in pinning. Um, and then your point blank is strength 6, AP 4, melee, brutal 2, precision strikes 4 up, specialist weapon. Okay. We'll get back to that. Let that sink in. Uh, he's ill-omened. Basically, he cannot be taken as a compulsory HQ choice. He's only a non-compulsory HQ. He can never be your warlord. Um, and he may not join any units except Seeker squads or Mordathan squads, which makes sense. He's got the Shroud Bombs and everything. Um, he's the Blood Crow. Uh, when Mortat next makes any attacks as part of a shooting attack, the range of any weapon is not restricted or affected by night fighting, Shroud Bombs, or any other special rule. <clears throat> Alpha Legion. In addition, Moritat Prime Cadus next never suffers any penalty to hit on his ballistic skill from night fighting or any other rules. He just always hits on twos, rerolling ones into sixes, and always make two hit rolls using his full ballistic skill, including snapshots, by the way. And no model may make shrouded rolls to gate wounds against his attacks. I love this dude so much. And Relentless Stalker, when deploying Moritat Cadus next onto the battlefield at the start of the battle, a controlling player may place him in any position on the battlefield. 
As long as he's within area terrain, or at least nine inches away from an enemy model, if, if he's not within area terrain, regardless of line of sight to enemy models. If he's deployed from reserve after the start of the first turn, then he may enter play from any point on the battlefield's edge, chosen by the controlling player. If the Mortat joins a unit during deployment or whilst in a reserve and is deployed as part of that unit, he may not use any of these benefits of the special rule, but engage, instead gains scout and infiltrate, basically. So he, he can't do what he normally if, does. If the unit that he joins has it, he gains the scout and Also, those special rules, yes. Yeah, they have to have Which, the rule I mean, he could, for Well, I was going to say, he only joins Seeker and Mordathan, and they have those. That's why. Okay. That's why I kind of skipped. Yeah, because that's all he could join anyway. Um, Yeah. I love him. Please take him. He's amazing. I mean, listen, you get sniping shots, two sniping AP two shots at Brutal 2 at 24 inches. And I believe sniper is just you pick and choose, right? Yep. Am I crazy? Yeah, you pick yeah. and choose. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, they're Brutal 2, two shots each, hitting on twos, rerolling ones into sixes. You get to choose. You probably will kill what you hit. And if not, pick a mook so you can pin them. Because the mook is going to probably going to die. And it's concussive one. Hey, you hit them? Congratulations. Take a leadership check or be weapon skill minus one. Um, if they're up close, I'd still probably use the pinpoint strike, be honest. But if they're up close and there's like space marines near you and there's no sergeant anymore, screw it. Shoot him with 12 shots, concussive one and pinning. Just go empty the chambers. And then close combat, he doesn't have an AP really great. It's AP four which is great against Thalax, I guess. But it's still Brutal 2, so it's eight attacks at Brutal 2 and Precision Strikes 4+. plus. So he's still picking, pretty much picking and choosing half of his attacks when he charges, and they're Brutal 2. So he'll be taking 16 saves if they all hit and wound. The, the, that's a very, very he's, big hit. And he re-rolls one to wound on the charge. He does. Does yeah. he? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. He's Falcons. Because he's Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, he's Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he now, wants... silly question. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Relentless Stalker. If the enemy deploys a unit in terrain, you could deploy in combat with them, right? Yes, you uh, can. That's... Wait, that's why I ask such things. That's controlling. Replace them in any position on the battlefield. Yeah. Hey, guys. As long as either you... in terrain or nine inches away outside of terrain. Yeah. So if he's in, in... terrain, he can be right there. <laughs> so, the, like, the... oh, no. They took a las cannon squad i can't abide by that well i mean so what it boils down to is can you start the game engage with someone is there something that i don't let you because remember it's a permissive rule set so if there's nothing that says that you can start engaged i wouldn't necessarily say you can just because it says this guy's allowed to be in the area terrain if there's an enemy there to me, that's not the same as saying that you get to start engaged with an enemy model. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But that being said, because remember, still the, the only time, like, by rules, yeah. the only time you're allowed to be within an inch of an enemy is when you've declared an assault on them. Oh, and okay. then you've made so, assault yeah, no, I don't think, yeah. Have you guys seen the second Venom movie? No. I'm terrible oh. about watching films. As many things as I'd love to watch, I don't yeah, watch. Yeah, same here. Uh, I, I'm in the, that same boat, but I did recently see it. And I'm for anyone who's at home listening, I'm, for some reason, I'm just picturing Cletus Cassidy just with two um, revolvers as this yeah. guy. Yeah, I can see this that. Is, I, I love this. So it's fluffy. It works. It looks cool. It sounds cool. I just love this model. 
I think this is probably top five special characters we had in every single Legion we reviewed. He's not, maybe not the strongest, right? He could, there's probably stronger, obviously. Oh, like uh, no, he's up there. No, but he's up, though. No, he is up there. They're, they're stronger like, for a very simple reason. The other, uh, Some of the other ones are stronger, or the reason why I wouldn't put him at strongest is because his three-up save. Almost every other yes. character is an artifice or armor. To me, that's his only problem. You know, it's because he's a Moritad, essentially. Like, I understand why he's not. But almost all the other ones have really been an Artificer or maybe a Terminator arm. Something that has like a two-up save. You know, if you're in a squad with a bunch of guys of three-up saves, um, this guy has the potential of getting just gunned down. Yes. So, he is still amazing. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love him. I, th I think I, he's both really good and like rules-wise very cool. But that's probably why. I mean, even if you have a last cannon squad in the back and he pops up, like you're going first and he pops up, gun down the sergeant, which you probably will. Now they're taking a leadership check at it's night fighting. So leadership six, that's a pinning check. Sorry. Leadership six. Is yeah, concussive you... done on base leadership or is it done on? Uh, I'll check concussive. Let me check something real quick with concussive. Yeah. I don't know if it's, um, Base. I don't know if it's base leadership with concussive, or if it's modified leadership. I also don't know why it's leadership, but whatever. Because <laughs> um, they only have so no, many just it's a leadership test. Yeah, it's a leadership test. So you're taking a leadership. You're taking a concussive check and also a pinning check on leadership six. True. Mm. Although I mean, you fire at that last cannon squad. He's gonna he's gonna have a bad day. You pin them before they fire back. Uh, not with the new way that you were. Oh, that's right. The stupid. Oh my god, that's not stupid. It needed uh, to be written that way. Yeah, Essentially, no, it means both I sides did, get I the fire. Forget. Yeah. Yeah, I did forget that. Okay. Yeah, with the way they FAQ'd it, when you when someone gets shot, you choose. Then, yeah, I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, over, I'm gonna fire at like, you, oh, yeah. and it happens. Then, you you both sides essentially both sides get to shoot fully, but you've declared it, and the shots yeah. are all happening then. So they've removed that sort of. Uh, finesse or jank depending on where you want to look at yeah. it that makes sense makes yeah. sense i i literally forgot about that yeah. no no okay but i still think i still would take him yeah all right 100 that guy's super good we got one guy left uh steve do you want to talk about the last guy or do you want to start the um when we get to it the uh final thoughts which way do you want to go i'm fine either way right. um I don't feel any particular bond or aversion to Raven Guard, so. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll talk about this guy then, because I feel like it. All right. So, this is Strike Captain Alvarex Mon. He's 140 points, so he's he's cheap. They have very cheap characters, very yeah. cheap HQs. Although the last guy can't be your Warlord or your Compulsory, so therefore you're taking a minimum two HQs with them, but that's okay. Um. So, stat line. He looks to be essentially a centurion stat line he's five weapon skill five ballista skill excuse me four strength toughness three wounds initiative four so worse initiative excuse me three attacks leadership nine to up save because he's in um, the artificer armor he has a bolt pistol to latest that is his special weapon so we'll get to that he's got artificer armor he's got his frag crack grenades and he's a Nightfall Pattern Stratovox. Um, he's a Master of the Legion. He's an independent character. 
and he has a warlord trait. So the other guy didn't get a warlord trait because he's not allowed to be the warlord. This guy can. Also, the last guy um, is not a master of the legion, so it makes sense you have to bring someone else. This guy you could bring by himself for his cheat points if you want. Um, okay, is this this is like yeah, this is a normal dude. Okay, so he has a dedicated transport yeah, option. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna. Say. I was checking. I was like to say, wait, no, he he's a normal model. He's infantry because I thought maybe I missed it, and he was every now and then I missed that they're they're a contemptor or something. But no, this guy isn't. He can take a drop pod or a storm eagle as a dedicated transport option. Um. All right. So his warlord trait is coordinated. It's there. Huh. It, it, it's there. It's an option. I yeah. guess it lets you break normal force org and attach a squad to him to ride in the transport. Yes, because keep in mind for people listening, drop pods Most are actually not, don't have drop pods. Yeah, drop pods are really tough to get. Um, naturally, you know, there's some rights of war that do it, but naturally, they're actually very tough to get. So this this isn't bad either. Um, so it fits very well as warlord trait coordinated planet strike. As long as Strike Captain Alvarex Mon has not been removed as a casualty, the controlling player may reroll failed reserve rolls for any Deep Strike Assault that he is a part of. Okay. Um, in addition, an army with him may make an initial reaction in the opponent player's movement phase, as long as he's not been destroyed. So, because in the game, you're allowed to do different types of Deep Strikes so D Deep Strike Assault, that covers all the different types of... So that covers Drop Pod Assault and all that, or is it different? Or no, Deep Strike Assault is particularly Deep Strike Assault, yes? Uh, it's... So there's Deep Strike Assaults, there's Drop Pod Assaults, and yeah, Subterranean Assaults. Cause, cause so the other two are technically both eligible to Deep Strike Assault, I think, but they could also do their own Assault types, Okay, I think. Because the part that's weird to me, it says, you know, okay, you get to reroll these failed reserve rolls for one that he's a part of, as long as he's not removed as a casualty. But if he's part of the deep strike assault, he's not a casualty. And then once he's on the board, you're done doing deep strike assaults. I guess if he were to come in in another assault form, if he was not doing a deep strike assault... Because you're not doing more than one. So if he's in Deep Strike Assault, it's an all-or-nothing thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I find it yeah, odd, I'm the idea confused. of if he's not been removed as a casualty. So I'm trying to think of how is he going to... Uh, assuming he, you know, if he starts on the board, obviously. So maybe that's what it covers. Because otherwise, there's no option. It would happen otherwise that I can no, think I'm, of. So I'm it's really if he starts confused. on the board. You know. Or um, Drop Pods. The Drop Pods not follow, follow normal Deep Strike Assault. They Do they auto come down first turn? Or is that only if you take the right of war? Um, so I... the right of war gives them the alternate assault they must use. Okay. Because normally... So drop pods normally do a deep strike assault. Like normal. You sound super unsure about that. Because it's spread across so many pages. Yeah. Because half the rules are hidden in Rights of War. Other half are in War Gear. I mean, special rules. No, I agree. Okay, I tried so to look at it real fast. Drop Pod has Inertial Guidance, Orbital Assault, Impact Reactive, Deep Strike. So Drop Pod's Deep Strike. But if you're taking the Drop Pod Assault Right of War, because um, Orbital Assault Vehicle talks about doing Deep Strike Assaults, yeah. or other deployment that requires Deep Strike Special Rule, um, 
That's fine. So yeah, I guess the only way he would be yeah. casual is if you start him on the board. If he's if he's waiting in the assault in his special drop pod that he brought with himself to battle, then um I mean you won't be like a total boss player and just put him in by himself. That's his drop pod. No one else is allowed inside. Um and it sounds pretty baller. It is. If if he was cool, let's let's take a look at what else he's got left. So he's got a weapon, Teletus. Um it's a power weapon. Strength is user, it's AP3, it's a melee mastercraft, it's a breaching five up. So remember breaching though, you have to be able to wound them first. On t- on on strength four, as long as you're not going against anything too too big, you're not going against Tempter, he'll still do okay. Just don't hit anyone. Be careful with someone who's um a two up save. Uh Nightfall, sorry, Nightfall Pattern Stratovox. So while he's pleasant on the battlefield and not embarked in a vehicle or a building. Controlling player may reduce the distance of any scatter roll made, whether it's part of a weapon attack or deployment of a model by a unit, by 5, as long as he's within 12 inches of the unit targeted by the attack or the point of the chosen target of the deployment. In addition, he and any unit he has joined ignores the minus 1 penalty to leadership imposed by night fighting. So, you reduce the scatter by 5, whether it's a weapon attack or deploying a model, or unit, as long as he's within 12 inches of the target of the attack or the point of that deployment. Okay. Um, okay. You have with to like on the board first, though. Yeah, and he's got to be 12 inches away. I mean, listen, if you took like three, can Scorpius be taken in squads? Probably not. I think I made me go to Scorpius page. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See the joy of playing. Go, are they Scorpius or heavy? Yeah, they squads of up to two. Up to two. There yeah, you go. Yeah, so like maybe you take a maybe you take two Scorpiuses, which are really good against like anti infantry, and maybe he's within twelve inches. Like I don't know. Scorpii. It's such a. It, it's his it's rules. A, are, such a niche case. His rules are across the board, and his rules are across the board because yeah, it's he can take a drop pod. So he, he has this deep strike option. It makes you think deep strike, but then his rules essentially play out that he should be on the board. I'm not saying you might not be able to find some weird combination and all, and, and maybe there might be a trick okay. that we're missing. And if so, you know, put it down below. That's maybe always it's, of interest. Yeah, please. I was going to say, but maybe it's like, okay, maybe this. He comes down in deep strikes with a squad, right? Okay. In a drop pod. Sure. And because drop pods can't go off the board or they can't like they they can't like land on something because they have that weird, I think, inertial, inertial guidance, guidance system or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So he's going to land kind of where he wants, especially on like turn one. Right. Okay. Well, no, not or, turn one. Oh, so no, they're deep. Because strike. deep strike. Sorry. Yeah. So, so sorry, sorry, sorry. He gets to two, so three, turn four. two. Yeah. So turn two, he gets to re-roll that deep strike assault. Right. Or whatever. Point is, comes out of the drop pod. Now he's on the board okay. within 12 inches of his intended target, and you can bombard that target with what you want. Maybe, like, okay, maybe this such again, this is so niche, oh, and I'm trying but, to, like, but, but that's here, the but problem. Bear with let's me. Let's not go too niche. Yeah, exactly. But let's, let's avoid but, but going down a drops, rabbit hole. He drop pods of... in. No, 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 I know, but here, look. Okay. Every, people bring a Spartan with, like, a kill team. That's kind of like your ba- – you're going to find that most of the time in Heresy, right? Where you have a Spartan and, the, and a good squad inside the Spartan, right? Okay. Drops down to the drop pod with someone that can take Melta-Melta-Meltas. Pop the Land Raider. Now he's within 12 inches of that squad. And the Scorpius or whatever you have bombarding from long range gets to bombard that squad. Boom. I'm not saying that's not a thing. You can I, absolutely do that. 
But I think the more yeah, we have to try to find a way to use someone, exactly, the more problematic it is. Yeah. Um. His, his rules just don't. It to me, his rules seem a little bit jumbled with what they do. Yes. Because what I, I want agree. to do with him and what some of the rules do, like I'm never going to get use of like all of his rules. Essentially, the way I see it. Yeah, okay, the scattering less is good, but if you're not taking Scorpiuses or something else like that, it's not going to do you any good. This guy's I, I, super I, very particular of where you'd want to use him. Yeah. Doesn't even Honestly, work in a drop pot of soul. Do, uh, That's he, the worst part. Well, he doesn't help so, with it? No, because drop pot of soul always come in turn one with everything, yep. and you can't do any other alternate deployments with a drop pot of soul. Yep. You just have the drop pot of soul. And then everything else is in normal reserves. Yeah. So I'm if he's in a drop pod dropping confused. in, he's not helping with anything else reserve role-wise. Um, so you have to take him in a not drop pod assault right of war. Yeah. Roll good on your reserve roll for him. Yeah. And or, or have him on the board to start with, but then yeah. you're not doing the fun, cool things that he's supposed to do. Yeah, yep. I'm just I'm not getting him. I I, I don't and, understand. It's not a fluff win either because the fluff blur on the side talks about how he took his personal Thunderhawk he was commanding the operation from and went to rescue the Primarch. So, um, one thing I... Uh, I I bet I don't... Like, I, like, I like the pieces of him. I just don't like the conglomeration they've made. Um, I bet I can't remember the sh audio short story. So I remember... Oh God, I don't even want to think about how long ago it was. Quite a while back, I remember <laughs> they had an when they were doing like the um, it might have been from like Tales of Heresy or whatever, where they had a variety of short stories they put out on audiobooks, and one of them it probably was this guy or or maybe this guy, it was either him or maybe someone closed them or something like that. But I remember it it happens, you know, it, you know he's on the home world stuff like that. There, I remember they're talking about a, a you know the, a particular thing of like you know they get like one minute to shower. And like once a week, they can put in to get one extra minute and sort of stuff. And he's having these like visions and dreams and uh, all that of that the Primarch needs help. So he's able to can I, I think it's not him. I think he it's a guy who convinces him to go to Istvan Five, and they get there and they see what's happening. So that's how they're able to rescue him. I just don't remember if it's him or or someone else. But when you mentioned that you Definitely know it's his Thunderhawk not. who does it. Definitely not him, because it's about how he planned the drop zone. Oh, okay. Um, so no, then it wasn't him. Yeah, I do remember there was a story about yeah. the you know the ship that goes to save Corvax. So maybe this guy was related to that. That's honestly about the only thing I know about them off the top of my head. But all right, let's not beat a, a, a dead, dead horse. horse around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So Steve gets to start. Final thoughts. Ooh, final thoughts. Um, yes. Raven Guard are fun. They have two separate Legion identities fighting at once for dominance, I feel. One of which wants to get in really fast and punch you with a jump pack. The other half wants to sneak up on you and shoot you a lot while hiding in a shadow. Um, so I want to say combined arms is the right approach, but the problem is it puts all of your melee units in the back and all of your shooting units in the front. And that's generally not how you want to <laughs> yeah, do things. That's true. So I, I, I want to say you want to pick either a, a on-foot force or an on-jump-pack force to be like the core of the army because 
I feel I feel like the things you infiltrate are going to be exposed. Oh, yeah, until your close be. combat uh, yeah. beat sticks get into the fray. Uh, to a large yeah. extent, it's not quite a guarantee. Oh yeah, because if you have a jump pack in any way, you also don't get to infiltrate, so you don't get it. Correct. All, all your cool special units that you want to get close aren't allowed to get close. Um, I still think you could do combined arms. I still think that works, but I just don't think you're going to get as much use out of the second part for... Uh, which group was it, the one that infiltrated? Not Talons. The Talons. Group. Oh, it's Talons? Talons okay. infiltrate. Yeah. And Falcons... Falcons get the rerolls. Uh, they Falcon punch. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think you'll still get some of the use of the Talon. Okay, you'll get a Shroud save. Cool. I don't think you'll get a whole lot of use... Other than maybe, like I said, maybe for your attack squad or a unit like that. So that way they can get to a better spot. Not even because I'm trying to get them close to be able to like lay down withering fire. But even just to get to a good spot, to get to a good cover spot, to get closer to maybe the objective or where I want them to be. Or maybe on the board in my deployment zone, I don't have a lot of good cover. Oh, well, hey, I can infiltrate them up and I can put them in a spot where they have the cover that I want them to have. So they can, you know hide out and survive a little bit for a while. Um, yep. I think you just can... just to cross streams real fast. Yeah. Um here's your reminder that heavy support squads are heavy this edition. Yeah. So they are not infiltrating into a good firing position, unfortunately. But don't worry, your squad of last cannons, when they charge, get reroll ones to wound. Yeah. I I, I understand why they um, did it. They had to do it that way. Okay, there's other options they could have done. But I understand why, okay, you can't let heavy do it because then, like, I'm I'm infiltrating all my heavy stuff. Like, it's almost an auto. I understand why they had to change it. But although your heavy support squads, I don't think they care about getting that bonus anyway. One way or the other, I'd rather them have, essentially, their special night vision and plus one ballista skill. I, I, I care about taking them because I'm for 10 points, I'm going to make sure that they can do what they want on the board. But having that six up protection doesn't hurt. No, oh, it's better than. And neither does getting to if say you have like some really dense terrain, but there's like a good lookout spot at the center table. You'd want to put your you know your shooty squad up there to kind of control the flow of the battle. Yeah, I mean but, su surprisingly, these guys don't care so much about vehicles unless it's very particular vehicles. If they don't fit the right type of vehicle, they don't even get bonuses anyway. But in general, that just doesn't feel to fit the army anyway. Um, this is another army where I would say they don't they don't fit the starter box great. Because no, when, they do not. When, when you agree. think of Raven Guard, you're thinking of things in jump packs, or I mean, yeah, they have their own special jump pack, but short jump packs. You know, you're thinking of probably not big Spartans or anything like that. Contemptor's fine. Everyone can take a Contemptor, have fun. They got a cool Contemptor. But I, and and I think you're thinking, okay, sniper, okay, you can modify guys for that kind of stuff, or some of the other units, or the units that shine really well with the night vision is heavier units. Okay, you'll have the bodies, but then you gotta get some upgrades as well. You can play them out of the box, but I I think they want some different stuff. I agree. Although with the box, maybe you won't use the Spartan, but Bolter boys are always useful. Yeah. And you get those Terminators that you could do up as some deliverers. Absolutely. They, they will at, le they will at least get the Deep Strike. Yes. That and you know, heavy weapon sets are now out. So you could pick up one of the heavy weapon sets oh, that you like. 
slap that on the guys in the back, and now you have a good fire support that often, not always, but often, excuse me, does better than other people's heavy firing options in the first turns, first one to two turns when there's night fighting. Because you don't care mm-hmm. about that and you don't get shrouded. Maybe they can fire back at you because it's not a spotlight, so they don't auto get the fire back at you. Maybe they can, especially if they can't. So the box can work, but I... it won't feel... It won't feel right to me for what you got. I would consider plasma cannons for that heavy support squad. Yeah. Because they're going to be getting the ignores cover. And with the small blast, they might hit multiple models at a time to really, you know, maximize their chance of doing damage. Although last cannons are always an option too. Yeah. Plasma cannons I like a lot. The last cannons I would like, because those are also both really good range. Um, I would steer clear of things like the multi-meltas because you need to get closer yep. and you can infiltrate. Maybe there's a case for the Volkite. The Volkite, Only because say... if they're not taking shrouded saves, they have to just deal with the armor saves to keep guys from dying. And then it spills over the deflagrate. So there's a case to be made for that as well. I mean, culverins are five shots each. So, I mean, a five yeah. or a ten-man squad, you're putting out a lot of shots. And your blizzard skill five, so... You're essentially hitting on twos and probably wounding on twos for the types of units you're going to shoot at. So well, yeah. all the sergeants BS five, the squad is it's just the sergeant. Oh my! Well, was it just just the character oh, gets? Yup. Oh, that's yeah. not fun. Okay. Okay. Well, it's still, still good. You're still taking away cover saves though. Yes. And okay. um, sorry, shroud saves. Shroud saves. Wait, they still technically? Oh yeah, because they just stopped shrouded. I think they they would still get cover. So they would still have some ways to save if they're in terrain, but you're limiting them greatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's my read on it. I think there is some uses for that starter box. There's always basic bodies. Um, I made a pretty slick, um, what's the dual pistol guy called? Uh, more attack conversion out of the box, which is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I would get a heavy weapon upgrade kit just because that meshes really well with the improvisers. And then start looking at Forge World for a jump pack. Because, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I like my two cents is I'm not even going to pick up the jump pack with these guys, or that starter box with these guys. Honestly, I would just, I, this is going to be a weird way, you know, because it, okay. so you know, Blood Angels, we were talking about how they get like the plus one to wound, yes. um, or they wound better when they charge. And we're like, oh, that's a really assaulty army, right? World of get extra attacks. I feel like I would really run with these guys with just jump packs, like jump packs and seekers. This is I'm not even gonna, I'm not doing combined arms. I'm not doing tanks. I might not even do dreadnoughts. I'm legitimately just doing assault marines with mouth bombs and seeker squadrons, and then maybe a more Dathan squad with the Volkite, and then a bunch of uh, Dark Furies. Oh, and then the Red Attack dude. Have to bring him. <laughs> And I, I, um, I just, I'd like to diversify my list more. I, I want varieties of options. It's more of like I so, but like this is why I'm saying that. What oh. use does a Sakarin have for me? Although I should put out oh. the Plasma Sakarin is really good now. I like the Plasma Sakarin. Um, but that's a different topic for a different time. But um, like if you want to play to the Raven Guard strength. <sighs> okay. Okay. Go for Hear it. Yeah. Talk to I me, found talk a to rules me. interaction Shroud okay. Bombs. Okay. Mm hmm. It will, it will work with the Raven Guard Talon special rule. Because it counts as being six inches farther away than you really are. Okay. Um, 
So that means that the Talon 6-up protection will work at a 2-inch range. Yes. So you can get a lot of mileage out of um, recon squads as well. Okay. Okay. Like a lot of mileage out of recon squads, which also fits the whole uh, fighting style. Um, Recon squads can take rhinos and storm eagles as transports. They can have some nemesis bolters for sniping. Some shotguns and chain swords. There might be some play there, potentially. I don't like their contemptor. It's rough. You don't like it? I I love it. Why is he bumpy? I love it. It's um, Polynesian tattooing. Okay. It's supposed to, like, emulate that style. Got it. If I I remember correctly. I could be way off, but I thought that was a thing. That makes sense. When you say it, it makes sense. He's... Okay, I don't usually like overstated models, but he's a little too understated for me. Um, if, if he doesn't have the right iconography, I don't know if you immediately pick him out as Raven Guard. If you didn't know, if I told you like what these legions were about, if I explained the basic concepts of them, I think a lot of the contemptors you could pick out who they should be. Like once they're painted, of course, as well. I think he he's just a little he's a little plain for me. He's supposed to be a call forward to the um Kakarodons okay. from forty K. Cause they have that whole thing going on as well. So he's a he's like a preliminary space shark? Basically, yeah. Do do do, do, do you do, like do. the Karcharodons? Um I, I caught that. I'll leave it in. No, you didn't. You you heard nothing. And I, Dan I, definitely didn't just like die of a stroke. I wanted that. to hear nothing. No, but Dan has Dan has a child, so Dan's used to hearing that. Yeah. I luckily have no kids, so I get to like watch the shows I want or watch the shows my wife wants. You know, like I got I got I got different uh different people to answer to than you know those under two feet tall. All right. Um. Overall, I would say I do really like this Legion. I think they do a lot of cool things. Um, they are unfortunately another Legion essentially in black, although you can do a little bit different. There's a lot of great painting tutorials out there, um, for, to kind of show you nice and good and quick schemes. So I think they're good. All right. Um, hopefully the recording comes out, uh, quite well. There's going to be a little bit of chop in this one, but we'll, we'll see what we can do and let's hope it was a one-off issue. But other than that, I think we are good with the Raven Guard for this evening. All right, and that'll do it for us tonight. Um, so this this was a rough one to edit because, like I said, we were working with some different software. We had a problem partway through. It just caused all kinds of uh, issues. That's why this is getting out a little bit later than I'd like. Um, due to some scheduling conflicts for Steve, we weren't able to get the Alpha Legion recording done on Wednesday, like was our original plan. Um, so that is going to end up falling to the beginning or very end of this week or very beginning of next week. So then by next Wednesday, we will be done with all the legions as well as all the rights of war and everything like that. Although the last few rights of war might take an extra day or two to get out. So by end of next week, we will be done with this very long and uh, large project that we've been doing. Um, after that, we're probably just going to do an episode of just discussing what we've been playing, what we've been doing, just a, a bit more of a hobby-focused episode. Um, if you do have, and I'll make a call of this for later as well, but if you do have questions or anything that you'd like us to talk about or, or, or questions for us and all, just you know, put it in the comments and we can go over 
any of that sort of stuff in that sort of more hobby general episode, sort of our, our palate cleanser for what we've been doing. Um, as always, I do want to thank everyone who does listen. Remember, we're available on any podcatcher you listen to. We also have all of this, as well as, like I said, those rights of war, and hopefully some other content that um, coming out soon on the YouTube. Um, all the episodes are there, but I do have some other things I want to put up. Um, we do just ask, though, if you are enjoying us, like, subscribe, shares, any of that sort of stuff. All the normal stuff really does help. Um, it, it, the more you do this, the more you realize it's important. So we do want to put that out there. If you have any thoughts for us, like I said, you can always leave a comment on YouTube. We do look at all of that. Otherwise, feel free to send an email currently. That's at terrainkickersnj at gmail.com. Um, the hope is to have some other avenues to interact and, and, and speak with us and all. And that is hopefully coming online pretty soon. Um, well, otherwise, on behalf of everyone here at the show, have some good hobby and some great gaming.